0: In the land, in the I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm a sinner, but May, my may, 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 Yeah
1: So first of all, we begin with a very special mazel tov to our Chavar, to the Gabbai of the Chasidus Chavarot, to Steve Golaskov, Mamish, it's even in deference, his maqam is empty, this is Mamish, like he's like, he's like Rabbi Nachman Abrezlu over here, right, sits in the so I'll say, okay. so again, Steve I can is, make a
0: I'm, night. I'm sorry,
1: Steve is Mamish, he's marrying off his daughter right now, as he's got a number of us, just came to Chopan, just a little while, I got, Chaim, I got here on time, today, <laughs> after the Chassanah, oh, you are the timekeeper, you yeah. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. So, uh, Baruch Hashem, a couple of us are Zohar, to be able to be there. So, we, we, we I'm going to ask Mr. Wadi to make a L'chaim in honor of, of our Gabbai. I just want to say Mazel Tov and L'chaim to our Gabbai. I greatly appreciate it. May he be Zohar so to see the
0: Chos and Mekala. the will defy on Nehmon by Israel. Amen. Amen.
1: L'chaim, L'chaim, Chemra. Baruch Atoha Adonai, Elohim, Melech, O'olom, Sha'akol, Nehiyah, Bidvaro. Amen. Amen. And I we'll would say, especially as a character of Steve, no, uh, it's Sweet. Did you make the food? Yes. To for receive the, for the spread Not tonight. Salt. Not enough salt. Not enough in the cocoa, but Baruch Hashem, it's okay. Rosh Hashanah is coming up. I have no idea if it's, it's right right. a No, I'm 40 40 kidding. Minutes. I'm sure it's excellent. He's it. no, all right. The, he doesn't like the competition. He doesn't like the competition. Yeshkar, beautiful. And again, uh, uh, Yashkoch, to our sponsors tonight, the mayor. And Do we, do we have another Mashka sponsor? Or was both mayor? mayor did uh, this you do is the that? ride. There's no sponsor, I don't think, for the uh, Mamish, it's a Yosem bourbon. It's a Yosem bourbon. Okay, good. Yashkoch, I'm for the sponsor. I'll say, again, beautiful, such a way to bring in Erev Shabbos with all of you. Let's begin. i say, tonight we have a very, very, very special piece by the Piagets So already, again, we didn't, did we have Shir last week? No, what was last week? Thanks. Thanks. Oh, no, we had share. We had share. We had share. We, had shir. we had shir. You didn't learn right. this. Right, we didn't learn this. We learned Pach Ad Yitzchak. I wasn't here. We learned Pach Ad Yitzchak. Yeah, So sure. yeah. <laughs> always, I have to... Yes, we did not have. We did not. We did have shear. We did have shear. We did a piece of pacha. Yisrael, okay, brothers, by the way, if you have, if you, if you didn't hear that shear yet, it's on the podcast. It, it is a givaltik piece by mind blowing, life altering, cathartic, overwhelmingly comprehensively life changing piece by Futner. Absolutely beautiful. So, so tonight we're back in the piagetzna. No? So going back two weeks. So tonight we're actually beginning ostes, which is on page twenty three. In the Bnei Mach so, we'll say so so interesting, so we'll say, uh, by the way, I just want to tell you just the genesis of this, how these things take on a life. I got approached just uh, this past week by a group of guys, by a group of guys um, who want to start their own Chabura for B'nai Mach They They heard this year, it's a group of friends, it's a group of friends. Uh, not not from they, they they want to start. They just want to start like, as they heard, they're like, wow, this is powerful. If we could get a group of our khadirim together and learn about again altering our life and coming closer to we which is saying about You know, we should be Zoha to affect the level of change while we're on this world that the Piezetzna Zoha to affect when he's no longer in this world business, Ulama MS. The change that the Rebbe affects he, to this very day is transformative. Well, so remember again back in Oshas, back in Oschhas, so the Pyejatzna introduced us to the idea that in order to come to this level of Yidya Sashem, mindfulness, right? God awareness. The idea to be like a ben and not be like an Evet, a person needs two things. The PyJetzna said, His rach is Person needs again a sense what he called his orus vehesraqs. A person has to be inspired and a, or I should say a person has to have imagination and inspiration. Imagination, inspiration. So the part of the page, so imagination, the truth is robust. we actually spent a significant amount of time talking about that, about how the imagination often can't see past anything Gashmi. Can't see past anything that's material, and all that the all the imagination sees ultimately again is, is again. I can imagine a vacation, right? I can imagine a car, I can imagine a house, but I can't imagine Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So we spoke about how to alter the imagination. The other piece of the piagetin was you know, was inspiration. So remember, going to both say the piagetin was speaking about how do you become inspired? What's the first step to becoming inspired? So the piagetin said something incredible. He said the first step to becoming inspired. What do you need? I'm sorry. I didn't pass it back. I'm sorry. But I'm sorry. Take a few back if anyone need? else needs. Anyone else? I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. My apologies. My apologies. I thought you were coming for my seltzer. I was getting a little nervous. It's not. It's it's, it's viciously warm, actually. It's, uh, it's kind of sad. And it's just so... so so yeah, the, the Piaget. Bring so, your own rookie, rookie mistake. Uh, I'm sorry. Bring your own rookie mistake. Yeah, I know. Seriously, it's my fault again. Guy <laughs> yeah. can't get a cold thing of salt around here. And I was like, so. I want to bring to so, Thank piece. you, thank you. I was, I dropped the hint. I was, <laughs> 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 hint received, hint received. So I was like, so, so the Piaget that brings down, and this is so fascinating, that the way to become, so what's the first step becoming inspired, is feeling emotion. When a person allows himself to feel emotion, so emotion is what opens up the heart, right? Emotion is what unlocks the door emotion, remember again, about said the muscle of like the father whose son is in prison, the warden goes in, and the father has the chance to walk in, and all the father does is talk about the legal case, but he doesn't talk about how much he loves his son, so, inspira- so excuse me, emotion opens the door. Once you open the door, then you have a front seat to our now you can figure out what to do with the moment. So remember again, how did the Piaget's in the last year, how did he discuss about how to elicit emotion, in a very dramatic way, remember again, the Piaget was talking about? Imagine the day you die. Imagine the day that you die. And um, that the feeling, the emotion that that, that that feeling engenders of imagining one's final moments, his family around his bed, imagining my final moments, again, when I take my final breath, imagining the levaya, imagining all of these different things, that creates that creates an, an incredible torrent of emotion. And it's that emotion, the allowing, the allowing myself to feel that emotion that often goes ahead and creates the first spark of inspiration, I will say. You know what's very interesting is the Piagetza also highlighting the idea that very often we don't allow ourselves to feel emotions. Whether we recognize it or not, we often wall ourselves off. Right? Pe- people are scared of emotion. And that's why people often prefer to remain stoic, aloof, and detached because they're afraid if I allow myself to feel, I don't know what's going to happen. Piaget says, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. If you allow yourself to feel, you allow yourself to be emotional, you're going to be inspired. Because feeling emotion is the first step to inspiration. So mostly with that, we're continuing in Ostes. And this, this is probably going to be the, one of the most beautiful pieces we've done this entire time so far. So the Rebbe writes as follows. He says, Choshvani. Choshvani, page 23. You need a sheet. Okay, good. So, Choshvani, Shavachim kolkach nefesh the temuna, Nas Olam. So the Pirzada says, I think that very often the problem is a person's neshama, that's tamuna, that's often hidden inside of him, is in a deep, eternal slumber. See, I will say, my problem is at the end of the day, not not that I have a problem with my ruchness, I have a problem accessing my neshama. It's walled off. It's walled off. It's in a deep slumber. And I will say, and therefore again, because it's in this deep slumber, therefore by definition, I'm unable to get to the level of what he calls purity of thought and a sense of inspiration. Listen to this, listen to this line. Listen to this line. So we'll say, here the Piagetza says something amazing. So watch what's happening. Also, I want to point out, you've also noticed by now, that because like, this is not like a Musr safer, it's certainly not a Halacha safer. so it's written by the Piagetza, it, it was a manual. It was a manual about how to structure a Chaburah to rally people around a, a, a central concept of growth, of personal growth. So if you notice, the way it's written, the way it's written is much more free-flowing. So the Piaget's the right over here. So look look what he did. He says, in order to go ahead and reach a level of mindfulness, God awareness, I need imagination and inspiration. Imagination we spoke about, inspiration. What's the problem? Why is inspiration so difficult? The Piaget says, because I'm emotionally walled off. Inspiration doesn't happen without emotion. Or at least I will say, and I remember again. This is a Hasidish Reba. Right? So again, if you're Hasidically challenged, you definitely could probably argue on this and say, no, there's a such thing as inspiration without emotion. You could be a Kalter litvak, rachmanalitzan, loa wing, khashalom. Right? It could happen. Right. And and again, you could say, oh no, there's plenty of inspiration without emotion. First of all, it's false. It's false, or at least it's false now. Maybe once upon a time it was true, and once upon a time there was a Derech, It absolutely unequivocally does not work now. The Kalter Litvat is an extinct species. It doesn't work for our door. It doesn't work. Our door, our generation will say needs his odorus, needs emotion, needs love, needs depth, needs feeling. Again the intellectual, it worked. It worked for a long time. And that's why right, Kali sort of got to where it got to today. But I think, that this is just an opinion. This is the editorial. Okay, back to the Piyazetsna. <laughs> So the Now obviously, he's coming from the perspective of hasidus And in hasidus of course, again, there is no inspiration without emotion. What's the challenge? The challenge, says the Piaget is I'm walled off. I'm walled off emotionally. I'm just closed off. So the Piaget says, okay, so what's the first step in inspiration? Well, isn't this is incredible? The first step is allowing yourself, allowing yourself yeah. to feel, yeah. right? You have to give yourself the license to feel. So how do I do it? But I don't feel, I don't feel things. I'm, I'm not an emotional person. So that's what the Piaget said, okay, so think about death. death. Death is a pretty like emotionally evocative experience. When one thinks about that, and the Piaget was so graphic in the way he described the person's last moments. Now that Piaget is kind of taking this in a different route, we're going to see it in a more, in a more positive way. Piaget says this, the other problem is that often, and this is incredible, our moments of, our moments of prayer and inspiration don't coincide. Listen to this as well, say, they don't coincide. What does that mean? What do you write? When I dive in, I'm often not inspired. Right? <laughs> and then, when I'm inspired, I'm not davening. See, I was like, see what the P.H. says, here is something amazing. The ultimate goal, the ultimate goal is, remember, is, if I could be inspired and daven at the same time, that's it. That's it, because think about it. Now, ultimately, again, I'm emotional, I'm inspired, so, so the wall is down, and now it's tefillah. What's tefillah? What's tefillah? Dialogue with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, I'm there. I'm there. I'm having this close and personal relationship. It's the mindfulness. It's the God awareness. I'm a son. I'm not a servant. But the piaget says, how incredible is saying? that so often, like, tefillah, prayer, and inspiration are often, what's the expression? Like two ships passing each other at night, right? That, that it's, it's incredible. Let's say, I was thinking about this. After, when I was learning this piece, I was thinking about this. Like, if I think of some of my most inspired moments, like of late, they're not doing davening. They're not doing davening. Oh my gosh, but what a waste. Not, not a waste, but like, if, see, so I'm davening. Sometimes I'm davening, but not inspired. And then I'm inspired, but not davening. So the Piaget says the goal is, I have to align those two things. I have to figure out a way to align inspiration and tefillah. Because I will say, if I, I can, inspiration, so really what it is, is emotion, which allows for inspiration. And then what's tfila? Boss, say, what's tefila? It's the way to plug in your inspiration. It's the way to take that inspiration and channel it into a dialogical relationship. I'm talking to you. We're talking, we're conversing, we're connecting. So the goal is to align those two things. It's incredible. Therefore, the P.H.etzner writes, he says, He says, Excuse me. But often because prayer, right, tefila and inspiration do not align, so what ends up happening is I don't really come to activate imagination. So we'll say, now the PHS is kind of rounding this out. The way it works is emotion triggers ultimately, again, inspiration which then ultimately leads to, which then leads to mindfulness, right? Which then leads to God-awareness. So the challenge I have is, but yet the inspiration only leads to a sense of imagination, right? Mindfulness, God-awareness, God if the inspiration is plugged into something. The problem so often is, what happens, we know, this happens with inspiration, right? I, th- think about your last dramatically inspirational moment. Think about it for just a moment, okay? Could you have it in mind? What happened after that inspired moment? Right. More often than not, the answer is nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I will, I will say. By the way, I'll tell you something. Else. I was thinking about this just tonight, by the I was thinking about this. You know, what was it? Just a couple of weeks ago. Remember? Again, we had our seum for mesachas. Which mesachta? Ksuvas. Ksuvas. Right there. Yeah, I'm ksuvas. Beautiful suda. Yosef Mamish. It was olam hazeh, olam habo all rolled together. I'm thinking like it's beautiful. So, how, like, how's my life different and the answer is it's not so essentially what I got was a good dinner a good concert a good kumsitz, but I did not plug it into anything concrete and the Piaget says this is what happens so often in life and why is that because my, so to speak, like my spiritual planets are not aligning, so when there's inspiration, there's no prayer. When there's prayer, there's no inspiration. So now I'm inspired, I have no, I don't, I, I don't, I don't put it anywhere. So because I don't put it anywhere, the inspiration doesn't lead to further imagination. And because it doesn't lead to further imagination, it doesn't create God awareness. And because it doesn't create God awareness, therefore, what I'm not living with Seven. I'm not living in the presence of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Yeah, I actually, I read recently, and I, I thought it was this beautiful interpretation that, you know, the famous story that when Yaakov Avinu met Yosef after all these years, it says that it was his man to say Kriya right. and he said Shema, so why didn't you just wait, wait five plugged, minutes later? He plugged it in. He. At that moment, he felt this powerful moment of inspiration and emotion. Right. And, and then he, he put it into something. that into tfila. It's the Maral. The Maral in Gurari brings that down. Absolutely. We're going to see some, Rok we're going to see something very similar in this as well. Watch the, watch the Piaget that says, beautiful. He says, he says, rock my, my, my So again, so because, because inspiration doesn't align with tefillah, Therefore, again, I will say, even if inspiration somehow does trigger imagination, it triggers the wrong imagination, right? What does it trigger? What kind of imagination? What should I eat? And I will say, by the way, we do imagine these things, right? Oh, well, what would a good dinner look like, right? I mean, it looks like this, it looks like this, right? I'm saying like, so, so that's what the imagination gets used for. So when, when there's no alignment, in other words, when inspiration comes and goes, so the imagination does what the imagination does, which is, it imagines Gashmius and nothing else. What should I eat? What should I drink? Well, let's say, let's where should I go on vacation? What kind of car should I buy? here we go, here we go. Look at, look at the, so, so the, the Piaget says like this. Here's the key. The key is that, and look what he writes. He says, sometimes we have a very narrow definition of inspiration. So will so what, what, right, when I say inspiration, what do you think? What do you think? What what's what's inspiration? Motivation. A motivation. Good. What else? A spark. A spark. Right. Them, isn't isn't it interesting how either it's because just yes, you're into the kugel and the wings you're not answering, <laughs> or, or the mice are like it's a difficult question to answer, right? What's the definition of inspiration?
0: Change.
1: Change. What do you mean by change?
0: God awareness is something that, that we're supposed to be doing 24-7. And I would say God awareness is that you have it at a kumzitz, you have it, whatever, and that inspires you. And then a week later you do something that maybe you wouldn't have done before.
1: So you're you're working backwards in the Piaget, which actually we're going to discuss. But I like, so why do you, so cha- you're saying inspiration means change.
0: Want to mean be better.
1: change. It's kind of it's, it's, it's inspiration yeah, like, Wanting to be better. better. Wanting to, be to be better. So we'll say, so Chayim, so listen listen. to, I, I think, I mean, I think Rebbe is saying close to what the Piagets is saying. Like, you know what the you know how how the Piagets understands inspiration? inspiration. is like this, if you can imagine, it's not a good muscle, but like if you you know like like you're on a heart monitor. Right, so it's like, duh, 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 I don't know what you call it. Right, you know, right, up, up, up. Is that what they call it? <clears> That's <clears throat> the, 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 the medical term. <laughs> it's, a medical term. it's a wave. She so you say, so, and then like, when there's no heartbeat, you know, it's just unfortunately, when it's on a flat line. The truth is, if you think about it, like from the world of Ruchnius, it's actually a little bit different. A regular person is a flat line. What's inspiration? It's the blip. It's the t-ta, right? It's the, right? It's, it's, the, it's the going up and down, right? It's, it's the, a moment of inspiration means that something has changed. To use Chaim's word, something has changed in the normal rhythm of your life. So the, inspira- the, ins- the moment of inspiration is something now is different. Something now is different. Now again, whether I act differently or live differently or behave differently, that's a different question. But the moment of inspiration is the moment that, okay, my life was a flat line. Wow, now something happened. Now, right? Now we're going. Now we're going. We're going up. Going up, down. I'm sorry. So you hope it's a flat line. So you hope? It's a regular. Flat right? Under- correct. Condition. Right. We're, we're talking. Right. Flat line is a good baseline, right? As opposed <laughs> to dipping below. Correct. <laughs> Let's assume right now we're all tzaddikim, right? <laughs> we're all yesharim. Hey. So again, it's it's a good it's a good flat line maybe with a couple of little dips, right? But la ma'is, again, the moment of inspiration is the moment like it jumps up. It jumps up. Now again, I haven't done anything. Just it's an inspired moment. But- you know, Rabbi, I work in an in, uh, in area where I'm always looking for inspiration because I'm doing creative work in the business that I'm doing, um, writing advertising, or sort of, you know, so, I'm trying to get something that will move people. So, if you're working on a particular project and you're looking for a creative solution to something, the inspiration, you have to create your own inspiration. And it comes from things boiling around. So you have to really think about things on a constant subliminal and sometimes active level. Good. So uh, to get an insight. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I think I think the, that results in So remember, Jerry, what you're describing of a person who's looking for inspiration is already a level. Right, so I am saying you are already describing someone who's actively looking. So that's that's already like an accomplishment that I am the kind of person who looks for inspiration. We're not even up to that yet. We're going to get to that, right? But even before that, on a most basic, like definitional level, what is an inspired moment? So what the so I say so again, I will tell like before I learned this piece. I think what's an inspired moment? An inspired moment is something has happened that has moved me, moved me. The Piaget says no. That's not inspiration. Inspiration is something, there's an event that has occurred that has disrupted the normal rhythm of living. There's, um, my life is a flat line, and then there's the dutut. We have to come up with a better term, but you understand, right? <laughs> right? Then there's the dutut, right? Then, then, then ultimately, again, there's a, there's, a, there's a slant up, a slant Something's changed. Look what the Piagetna says. He says, He says, now, if we translate inspiration not as a moment where, like, I feel lifted up to the Holy of Holies, right? I feel, so, But a, a moment of inspiration is a moment where something has changed, like Chaim said. Something has changed in life, right? The, the flat line is no longer a flat line. Something is different. So the Piaget says those are the moments you have to grab in life. So listen to this. rock? It's those moments of inspiration, what we'll call you, what we'll call, what we we'll call inspired change. I want say again, when I say change, I haven't done anything, right? What, what do I mean when I say change? What do I mean when I say change? Desire. Or before we even get to that, something's just changed in my life. In other words, circumstantial change. Something's changed in, I, I haven't done anything. Something really is happening to me. Some change is occurring in my life. He says, "Listen to this." said, mm-hmm. "Listen to this." The piagetness says, "A moment of a moment of inspiration is a moment when you feel something different." Now, you may feel something different for a variety of reasons. Maybe it's because. A business deal just went well. Maybe it's because a business deal just went south. Maybe it's because you had a fight with your spouse. Or whatever, whatever it is. But those moments, those moments, says says the Piaget's not those moments of of his structures, that, that moment of where there's an emotional change in me. There's something something's happened. I will say, by the way, the something is not necessarily Ruchni, it's not necessarily spiritual but something has happened that has changed my emotional disposition. I feel happy, I feel sad, but something's happened that's changed the flat line. So the piagetna says, in those moments, when something has changed the the, the flat line, that's a moment of emotion. Like the piagetna says, whenever you experience a moment of emotion, then what? Then what? That's Gili HaNefesh. The door has been opened and suddenly I am given access to my soul. Now, let remember again. He's describing. He's is, Remember, I'm just experiencing. I'm experiencing a moment of, of elevated, elevated emotion, happiness, sadness, whatever it might be. And a moment of, and now in that moment of elevated emotion, there's access to the neshama. He writes the P.H.S., Listen to this. Rock. I was Now, the difference in this case is. So I remember, this moment of elevation. Mm-hmm. It's now this moment, or they said this moment of emotion, it's not spiritual, right? Let's just play this out for just a moment, right? Right? So I, I go to work, I go to work, I'm working on a deal, the deal falls through. How do you feel when the deal falls through? How do you feel?
0: Disappointed. Disappointed. But
1: depressed, disappointed, yeah, good. Right. I'm sorry nobody said, Oh, I say Tova, Good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Good, good, right? Because it's not true. It's not true. That's that you could work towards that. You could work towards that. But when it does but when it doesn't work, you feel sad. You feel depressed. It may be even like a little bit hopeless and a little bit forlorn. That that's that's normal. Says so the PhDS no, wow, wow. Understand, you're feeling emotion. So what's just happened? The flat line has just changed. When you feel emotion, emotion by definition opens the door to your soul. Off so often in life, I'm walled off. Now I'm feeling emotion, by the way, not emotion, anything to do with religion. This is emotion about my business because I'm upset that the deal fell through. I'm angry that the deal, you're feeling emotion. You feel emotion? The door to the neshama is open. So wow. it says the piyazetzna, get ready. Person has to use that moment. We always say, watch this. Person has to use that moment of emotion. Emotion, the door to the soul is open. Right? This is, again, remember, according to the piyazetzna, this is a moment of inspiration, because inspiration just means a change of the status quo. I normally feel the flat line. Something happened. I'm upset. Let's go with upset. I'm disappointed. I'm disillusioned. I can't believe this didn't come through. You're feeling emotion. The door to the neshama is open. Says the piège Do something with it. So when a person feels a sense of brokenheartedness. Even though we're going to both say, what am I feeling brokenhearted over? What am I feeling brokenhearted over? My business. This has nothing to do with, oh, I wish I was a bigger Tom. Right? I wish I did more, I said. I'm upset that the deal didn't come through. I'm broken. I put in so much effort and I'm upset. I'm disappointed. Says the Piagetna. what should you do in that moment? Get ready for this. What should you do in that moment? Yelif tekev ots elakosel v'yomar ezo kapit Let's you know, so get ready for this. Pierre Anson says, "What do you do in that moment of emotion? What do you do in that moment, quote unquote, of inspiration?" He says, "Take yourself to the side, say a few kapetach tell him." Now I both say, "You think it to yourself? Why am I saying tell him? Why am I saying tell him? Oh, because maybe the deal is going to turn around. No, the deal is in the toilets, Right? The deal's done. Right? It's done. Right? Avar yomah bottle, karbano. It's done. It's not coming back. He's not saying say tell him because you think you're going to change the Xardin on the. He's saying you're feeling." You're feeling. How often are we just walled off from emotion? So if I'm walled off from emotion, there's no ability for inspiration. If there's no ability for inspiration, there's no ability for imagination. If there's no ability for imagination, there's no ability, for imagination there's no ability to reach a level of God-awareness, to be a son of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. says the Piyaz you're upset that the business deal didn't come through. You're feeling something. You're fe- There's a tutut, right? You're feeling something. You're feeling something? That means the door to your neshama is open. Take advantage. So, what should you do, says the Piazhat's Davin. Davin. Not for the deal. Not for the deal. But say, you know what, if I'm feeling this energy, if I'm feeling this emotion, the door to my shama is open. Let me do something with it. Yomar is a kapitel And he says, what is what He says, and even better, choose a capital of Tilim which reflects how you're feeling in life. In other words, there's a lot of stuff in Sefer Tillem, a lot of stuff. There's a lot of beautiful messages in Sefer Tillem. So find the kapitel that reflects where you're holding your life. He says, Im sonov. If let's say you're upset now, the disappointment comes out because people mistreated you, you have enemies. You hey, spell Kamim Hey, Say kapitl hai, hey, which leaves a darn talking about his enemies rising up against him. Vi'im daigo, you spa right, and if you I'm sorry, Vi'im Daigo Acharas, and if you just have general worries, you spala tavati beyavimitsula. So ultimately again, da- David like David Amalach said, I'm drowning. I'm drowning in the swamp of life. Oh, Essa inai elahim, me ayin Yavo Ezri. So I'll say, so says the Piajas now, choose the capital of Tilim which matches your present emotional disposition. He says look what he writes. So again, you don't say what the Piagetna saying, this is say this is so incredible. Because the Piagetna is handing us the keys to our own inspiration. Because Lama again, the Piagetna says the prerequisite for inspiration is emotion. The problem is often I'll say I'm an unemotional person everyone gets emotional about something some people get emotional about family some people get emotional about money some people get emotional about people everybody gets emotional about something in that moment where you're feeling there's the dutut right the up, up and down contraction. you're contraction. I'm, I'm sorry How
0: about contraction
1: Contraction, good, contraction, good. Excellent, right? There's that contraction, right? It's changing, right? It's no longer a flat line. So there's emotion. Again, I'm still When emotion, I will say, what's open? What's open? The door to the neshama is open. Says the PHS, I grab it. Grab it. Do something. Do something quick before it closes. Say a capital of telem, And say a capital of telem, that's reflective of how you actually feel. But look what he writes. The below we'll Now when you say say to him, it doesn't just mean, you know, pull up the app on your phone and just, you know, knock off a couple of and that's it, you're done. It says, pause, pause for a little bit. Let the emotion say, you know, emotion is like fine wine, right? So everyone knows, right? You don't take a glass of wine, All right, You don't take like a good bottle of wine, just like open it up pour it into a plastic cup, and drink it, right? Come on, chasa right? shalom. I'm sorry? No, I swear we don't do that. They <laughs> <laughs> do that during Mosav. During Mosav, they might do that. I don't know, during let's say, again, what do you do with a fine wine? If, if you want to enjoy it, right? You open it, you let it breathe for a couple of hours, you drink it out of a glass, right? In other words, to experience it, you have to give it time. It says the Piyas, the same thing is. You're having emotion, so, on one hand, I need to act now because I don't want the door to close, but I also just can't, like, jump into it. So now what I have to do is I have to say, okay, I'm feeling something. I'm feeling something. I'm emotional right now. And because I'm emotional, that means the door to my neshama is open. So the Piagetzna says, don't just rattle off to a of kaped lachav tilim. He says, because if you do that, if you do that, we'll say, then what? I'm just saying stuff without thought, without concentration. Rock. Yisbonin kodam bedagosov. So i says say, it's incredible. So you know what you should do? Think about whatever's bothering you. So I'm upset the deal didn't go well. I'm upset. So i was say, think about it. Think about it. Right? Let, let, me, let, me, like, let me ponder it a little bit. Like, I have the same way I'm going to let the wine like, air a little bit, aerate a little bit. I want to I I put it in the glass. I want to swish it around, I want to roll it around my palate a little bit. So now I, I, I'm feeling emotional. I'm feeling emotional. Like this is, there's a contraction, right? Something is different. It's no longer a flat line. So let me think about this a little bit. Let me think about this challenge. Let me think about why it is that I'm so upset. He says, Think about these things that are causing me so much pain. And then I will say, ask myself one question. Who should I go to? Who should I go to? Who do I go to when the deal doesn't go well? Who do I go to? Who do I talk to? Em ha Hakol But at the end of the day, you know, when things don't go well in life, so the truth is, yeah, it's easy to say it was this person, it was that person. But the truth is, it's in those moments where I recognize that the truth is I'm totally and wholly reliant on a kodesh baruchu. Says the Piaget says something amazing, when something doesn't go well, and you're upset, and you're disappointed, and you're disillusioned, first, allow yourself to feel that feeling, and then ask yourself, who should I talk to about it? Who should I, who should I connect with about it? And the Piaget says, of course, the answer is, HaKadosh Baruch the He goes on, he says, Ato ata, I say now what happens. Now I realize the only person to speak about the failed deal to is Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I mean, again, obviously there are other people to speak to, but on my side, I realize how much I need my father. And I will say suddenly, what do I find myself? Suddenly, I find myself ultimately standing before the Kisei standing before Hakadosh Baruch Hu's throne, and in my mind, I see myself talking to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He says, "Hashem," <laughs> and I say, "Hashem." <laughs> I'm so upset. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Some people say there's no hope for me, right? <laughs> Ultimately, again, you will take care of me. <laughs> so, you what the Piagets are over here. say it's so profound. Piaget's saying is, ride the wave of emotion, no matter how it comes. No matter how it comes. It comes in a moment of disillusionment and disappointment. Okay, ride it. Ride it. Shabbat say, so, yes.
0: there because there's like a, a lack of trust to some degree. Like, if somebody really has that belief, like, Hashem controlling
1: everything, like, he's not going to be upset that the business deal failed. So, to, like, uh, Richard, you're saying 100% correct. And, and I think the beauty of what the Piaget is saying, and this is why I love it so much, is it's so real. You're right. The level I want to get to is where I don't even get upset about the business deal. Right? You know why? Because Gamzul Tova. You know, I often say, you know, you know Gamzul Tova is one of the most Misunderstood concepts In the Yiddish I, I blame it all On Uncle Maishi
0: It's all Uncle Maishi's I'll, I'll
1: tell you why I'll tell you why It's Uncle Maishi's fault Right just, uh, Whoever it is, I, I remember Uncle Maishi Uncle Maishi had a song You know I think it was One of these songs Kamzula I And you know What the song is about The song is about Like a guy who is just like the biggest nebuch in the world, right? And everything bad keeps happening to him because ever And uh gamzulatova, gamzulatova. So it creates like a model. Of like when do you say like gamzulatova is what you say when you your luck is run out, life is terrible, but you still want to sound from. so you say gamzulatova, gamzulatova. But what Chad is saying is you're hundred percent. What gamzulatova represents is probably the highest level of theological refinement, where I recognize that. I recognize that everything comes from Hashem. And so I don't even get upset. We're not up to that yet. Right now, I'm a regular guy. And if I'm a regular guy, when the business still doesn't go out, I'm getting upset. I'm getting upset. What the the Piaget says is incredible. Use it. Use it. You're you're saying, well, if I'm upset, maybe that creates a blockage between myself and Hashem. You know, I, I yeah, it's a challenge. But the Piagets is saying, is right now there's that contraction. You've broken the flat line. Ride that wave. Ride, the more ride you that get wave. Those waves and ride them. It's like a muscle you work out. You will get to that. Level. Correct. Correct. And that's the Piagets is saying. Because most of the beauty of this is now suddenly I say I, I can't get inspired. Piaget says yes, you can. Because do you have moments of emotion? Yeah, all the time. Because that's great. You know what happens in that moment of emotion? The door to your neshama is open. The problem I have is not that I am not inspired. The problem I have is I don't take advantage of the opportunities when the door is open to my nishama. So now, when I get upset or I am disappointed or I am sad, I will say, by the way, it's not all disappointment, sadness, and death. In other words, the same thing is going to work also in moments of happiness, right? So I just want to point out it's just the other side of the coin. We're gonna to get to it next week, Mirza because it's already getting late. We'll get to it next week, Gmirah Hashem. But I will say, but again. What an incredibly profound idea. So the P.H. says, when you experience those moments of disillusionment, use it. Use it. That's emotion. The door is open. The neshama is accessible. So take it. Feel it. Feel it. Who can help me with this? The logical answer is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh baruchu. So now, says the P.H. That's finishes up. Therefore, he says, so now he says, after you allow yourself to feel it, now plug it into tefillah. Kapit l'chav telem. Say telem. And then he goes on, he says, so, so now, again, I feel the pain. Let, let it like swish around a little bit. Now I feel it. Then say the Kapitlach of Tilim. After I say the Kapitlach of what should I do? Listen to this. Telim is not enough. What do you have to do? What do you have to do? Say it in to speak to God in your own words. Speak to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. You know how many of us daven three times a day? And we don't talk to God. I daven all the time. I daven all the time. But I can tell you that I daven more than I speak to God. Which I know sounds a little bit, a little bit, uh, but I will say it happens. Davening is easy. Open up a sitter. Right. Done. Daven. Right. I'm done. I'm done. Right. I have not spoken one word to God, but I've davened. So it says the Piaget, this is a process. The process is you feel the emotion. The door is open. Allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to experience it. Who can help you? Ha-Kadosh Baruch Shparachu can help me. Tehillim. Let me plug this into. Let me plug this now into Tefillah. But Tilim is not enough because Tilim is not your words. Tilim is David Amelech's words. The next step then is talk to Akad Shparachu in your own words. He says Umirate umin dibor minteva yargish shemocho mechaskim vaolim. And I will say what happens. We'll stop over here for tonight. But the P.S. says, "I will say what's going to happen." Like I'm going to leave you on a cliffhanger. What's going to happen? What's happening? I will say something amazing. Is when I begin to talk to Hashem in my own words. What begins? To, what, what now is awakened? The imagination is awakened because now I'm inspired. Inspiration is the first step. The door to Mine is open. I'm talking to Mine Hashem. I'm talking to Hashem. Now again, as I begin to talk to HaKadosh Baruch the imagination is awakened. And suddenly again, Hashem is not some abstract, far-removed being. But suddenly again, I'm standing in front of the Kisi HaKavad. And suddenly again, I'm no longer an Ebed, but now I'm a son before his father. So we'll stop over here for today. But what I want to say is, what I want to start doing from the Chabura, from the Shir, and this is really based on what Rabbi Matt said in the, in the last Shir, Shabbat says, you know, we have to start doing some homework. Because this is our kabura. and will say, you don't show up here <laughs> once a week to uh, learn piaget and then eat wings and potato kugel. Although it sounds like a, it sounds like a good plan, right? But the yeah. like we have, we have to start now that we're a little bit more into the safer. We have to start taking what we're learning and putting it into practice in our in our in our week ahead. So saying, so our avoda for this week, and I'm gonna I'll put it out on the chat as well. But avoda for this is in a moment of emotion, and right now the piaget is talking about pain. So let's use pain for this week. In, in a moment of pain, and when I say pain, pain takes on many different forms, right? Disappointment, upset, anger, whatever it is, all of us have those moments. So we'll say, let's follow this pattern. Recognize that when I feel that, first of all, understand what's happening when I feel it. The door to my neshama is open because emotion gives me access to the neshama. So we'll say, step one, step one is, right? Allow yourself to feel it. You see what will say? What ends up happening is... When we feel something negative, what, what happens more often than that? We'll say, right, what happens? What happens is, you know, we are in, we live in a pain-averse society. So if something is uncomfortable, what's the goal? What's the goal?
0: Get rid of, Get rid of it. Get rid
1: of it. Get, Get take pain. something. Take something. Right? Take something quickly. Have a, right. Have a or four, right, in other words, whatever you have to do. Or pop something, you know, do, do, do something, but don't feel pain. It's so unhuman to do that. Because to not, don't feel pain. Don't feel pain. Okay, good luck with that. Everyone feels pain. Piaget says no. Feel it. Feel it. Allow it to course through you. Not forever, because that's unhealthy. But the Piaget, that moment of disappointment, step one is feel it and embrace it. Feel that and embrace it. Step that step, right? Step one is the pain. Step two is feel it and embrace it. Step three, step three, Ultimately go ahead and plug it into a capital of tilim, Alright? And try to find the capital that somehow matches how you're feeling. If that's too complicated, just open the Sefer Tilim and just say something. Not not, not, not two hours of tilim, One capital. Two capital. So what you've done now is what? Like Rabbi Sol was saying before, I took the inspiration, I took the inspiration, and I plugged it into something concrete. Right? That's step three. Step step three. Yeah. Step right. Step one is the, the experience, feeling right. Step two, allowing yourself to feel the pain. Step three, plug it into something. Step four, now say, who could help me with this? Who could help me with this? And in step four, I recognize who could help me with this was who could help me. Baruch Which then leads to step five: speak to God in your own words. Speak to God in your own words and have a conversation, and have a conversation about what's bothering you. Have a conversation about what's not going well. Have, have a conversation about whatever you want. And at the end of step five, says the P.H.S., you know what's going to happen? The imagination is awakened. And suddenly, again, I'm no longer a servant serving a master from a distance, but I'm a son connecting with his father in close proximity. So we'll say, that's our avodah for this week. That's our avodah. And Can I say, to say, at some point in time, we're going to have to break off into smaller chaburis because we'll say, the real power of this, the truth is, is when you take the experience that happened with you this week and you share it. That's the real. Now, I realize that's right. It's too big of a group to be able to do that. I will say, now, I know it makes people uncomfortable. Here's how you know you're on the cusp of growth if you're asked to do something that you're uncomfortable with, that means you are on the cusp of something major. So, part of this is going to be sharing. Because, I will say, that, that, that's how you create. Dr. Solomon, Dr. Solomon is here, he's going to be overseeing, he's going to be overseeing the Khaburas, and he accepts all major insurance, so we're, we're, we're all right, we're all right, going so we all right, we're all right, No, all right, I just want to point out, understand please, Just this, this is not, this is not me making this up, remember, understand, that's the whole point of what we're learning. Remember, again, the whole point of B'nei Torah say is not like a frontal shear where someone's teaching you Torah. The whole point of this is, okay, right now we're learning this together to get the format. But then the goal is small groups where guys are honest and vulnerable with each other. And ultimately saying, you know, some, here's what happened to me this week. Here's what happened. And I got really angry. And here's the and and then I realized in that moment I remember the PHS talking to me in my my neshama that I'm feeling emotion now the doors open to my neshama and then I said kapitlach aleph and chavav because I felt that they missed. or those only took kapitlach until my know. so those are the ones I said whatever it is I I said and then after that I started talking to Hashem and you know what when I started talking to God it's amazing I started talking about this sorrow but then we started talking about this and we started talking about that and we started talking about this and I both say when we begin to feel brave enough to share those experiences, and then we're mechasek one another. We're one another because, wow, you mean, you mean Baruch Meir Dubin gets upset about stuff? There. He's always so happy. He's always so happy. And then, you know what? Wow, you know what? I guess I'm not alone because I got upset about something else as well. And I will say, that, that's, that's where. So right now, again, our exercises are just in the group setting, and all of us have to do this. I both individually, but I will say, but do it. Do it. Do it the same way. Hopefully, we took time after the last year to think about again that that vision of the last day on the earth. To we'll say to use this because this is going to happen to all of us this week, and it'd be interesting to see how we feel after we go through the process of the pageant. We'll say, all right, Belly, what are we going to say? Say, almost sounds like bad. You know what? So, what the Piaget's, so, so the truth is, again, kind of like what Chad was saying, also, yeah, the, the goal, of course, is like to get to the level where you feel like that. The Piaget's not saying bad stuff is a bracha. He's saying challenge is an opportunity. Challenge is an opportunity, right? You can wallow in it. You can wallow in it. You could feel sorry for yourself in it. Or you could say, you know what? I'm feeling, right? there's, like, there's an emotional contraction happening over here. If there's an emotional contraction happening over here, I could do something with it. I will say, Tell me that this is not the most incredible Torah have ever learned in your entire life. Yeah. And I'll say, here's what I look forward to. Imagine, you know, Mashiach's going to come, Amir Hashem. the Piazetzna is going to come back. There's going to be Trinasa Mason. I'll say, can you imagine Thursday night with the Piazetzna? Mm-hmm. We need a big spread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there, that's going to be That's carving stations, charcuterie like oh, yeah. that's going to be S-
0: the same, right? The same
1: one fight. Right? It's true. It's true. The truth is, we need the piyuzetz before Mashiach, so we can be ready for Mashiach. And I'll say, but again, like this, this, the P- the, even though piyuzetz is not here with us physically, i the neshama of the Rebbe is here with us every single time we learn his Torah, and th- this is the P- this is it. So, we're so, we're, so Zohar, we're so privileged to have a Rebbe like the Piaget's now. But like any good Talmud, you can have the best teacher in the world. But if the student doesn't internalize and act upon the teachings of his saintly teacher, then all the teachings are for naught. So that's what I this week. The Piaget's taught us something beautiful this Erev Shabbos. Let's make it a week in which we internalize. it And I'm Hashem. Come back together next week. We'll Shkoyach. Place against the wall for that's right, that's right, baby, now, 100%, this is it, uh, 100%, gotta find the place.